Peace be with you, my friends, and welcome to another podcast in our daily Bible reading series. This is Rick Robers, and today we look at Matthew 12, verses 22 through 50. We will specifically look at verses 22 through 32. The subtleness is striking. There was a demon-possessed man brought to Jesus, and Jesus healed him. A quick glance at Matthew 8, verse 16 while not a verse parallel to this one, does give us an idea of how Jesus healed those possessed by demons. We read, That evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. This is the word of the Lord. It was with a word that he cast the demon out, and that was it. No elaborate, showy ceremonies, no elixirs, smoke, or dramatics. Jesus drove out the demons with a word. Had the Pharisees not been on the scene, this may have been a short chapter, allowing us to immerse ourselves in gratitude that Jesus had healed a man possessed. But the Pharisees accused him of collaborating with the devil himself to cleanse this man. We are faced with two issues in today's passage. First, the reality of demons, and second, the power of Jesus to cast them out. Let's look at their existence first. Even in Christian circles today, we do not find much attention given to demons, and that is to Satan's delight. In the book titled Deliverance from Evil Spirits by Francis McNutt, Pope Paul VI is quoted as saying, It is contrary to the teachings of the Bible and the church to refuse to recognize the existence of such a reality of demons or to explain demons as a pseudo-reality, a conceptual and fanciful personification of the unknown causes of our misfortune. That it is not a question of one devil, but of many, is indicated by various passages in the Gospels. Luke 11, 19 through 20, or Mark Chapter 5, verse 9. These were the words of Pope Paul VI. So yes, demons exist in our world today, and under Satan's command, they wage war against us. We are reminded in Ephesians 6, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So second, let's look at the power to heal our brothers and sisters from these evil spirits. The Pharisees, in their pride and ignorance, disbelieved in the power of the Holy Spirit, and much to their peril, their disbelief led to blasphemy. They witnessed Jesus miraculously healing and his healing authority and they attribute it to the work of Satan. This attribution not only puts their foolishness on display, but it places their salvation in great peril. They have blasphemed against the Holy Spirit, and as Jesus teaches, that sin will not be forgiven. Brothers and sisters, we should not question the power of the Holy Spirit in curing the sick and casting out demons. And we should consider whether we are called as in Matthew 10, verses 7 through 8, when Jesus sent the disciples out, saying, And proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, 
cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. This is the word of the Lord. Not all of us are called to a role in the healing ministries, but this ministry is a vital part of the body of Christ for those who are called. I am thankful that St. John has a group of healing prayer ministers who take the curing of illnesses and the reality of spiritual warfare seriously. So let us all be strong in our faith. Let us believe in the healing power of Christ and boldly engage in the spiritual warfare that is among us. It is in Christ that we have already won the battle. Remember, we are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your dominance of the enemy, and we pray for the strength and wisdom to believe in the healing power of your Holy Spirit. Amen.